Georgia's DBHDD reminds people that the Good Samaritan Law can save lives during alcohol and drug overdoses. People are urged to call 911 and stay until help arrives. More information at opioidresponse.info. Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, April 27th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, after years of waiting, it appears medical marijuana is finally coming to Georgia. A new vaccine is being developed to fight Lyme disease just in time for tick season. And Major League Baseball puts an end to the Braves' unique home run celebration. We'll tell you why. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. The Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission reached a historic milestone yesterday, issuing licenses for the state's first five medical cannabis dispensaries. The dispensaries are located in Cobb, Bibb, and Chatham counties. The state list of eligible patients for medical marijuana has more than doubled to over 27,000 patients since 2015. Additional licenses can be issued as more patients register. Dispensaries could be open for business as early as this summer. Two members of Georgia's congressional delegation introduced legislation yesterday to establish more oversight of the federal prison system. The bill is sponsored by Representative Lucy McBath and Senator John Ossoff. It would require the Justice Department's Inspector General to inspect all U.S. Bureau of Prisons facilities and report findings and recommendations to Congress and the public. The remains of a U.S. Army corporal killed during the Korean War and posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor have been identified 73 years after he was declared missing. Luther H. Story of Buena Vista, Georgia, was awarded the nation's highest award for bravery for his actions during an intense attack by the North Korean Army on September 1, 1950. President Joe Biden and South Korean President Yoon Suk-yul yesterday participated in a wreath-laying ceremony at the Korean War Memorial. While they were there, the leaders met with Story's living relative. A pharmaceutical company is developing a vaccine to prevent Lyme disease, an illness spread by ticks. GPB's Ellen Eldridge has more. Symptoms of Lyme can include headaches, fatigue, and joint pain, making a diagnosis difficult. While not common in Georgia, the disease can make people very sick. The new Moderna vaccine hopes to prevent it. Rachel Dratty was 14 and living in Georgia when she started feeling symptoms of dizziness, nausea, and fatigue. Basically, slowly over time, more and more symptoms developed and things just progressed and I was unable to get any answers. Um, What was tricky is because of the slow progression, there were certain things that I didn't notice were symptoms right away. The Lyme vaccine will use mRNA technology, which was first widely used in the vaccine to prevent COVID-19. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. Local, state, and federal officials broke ground this week on the first project of what some envision as a 100-mile-long trail along the Chattahoochee River in the Atlanta area. The initial two-and-a-half-mile section is in Mableton, George Dusenberry of the Trust for Public Lands says the idea is to show people what the trail, called Chattahoochee Riverlands, could look like, from Buford to Noonan. When you talk about something as grand as a 100-mile linear park with a trail with increased access to the river, you need to give people a sense of what that looks like. And with the Atlanta Beltline, you saw that happen when they completed the East Side Trail, and people could get out there and they could see it and they could experience it, and they said, hey, I like this, I want that. And that's what this first section of the first project of the broader um, Chattahoochee Riverlands really is all about. It's allowing people to get out there to experience what the Riverlands can be and then to continue the incredible momentum we're seeing already today to make it happen. Susan Berry compares Chattahoochee Riverlands to Atlanta's popular pedestrian and bike greenway, the Beltline. 
Its first project is expected to cost $44 million, funded by private and public sources, including $2.5 million in federal transportation funds earmarked by Georgia members of the U.S. House and Senate. The first project will connect Mableton Parkway to Veterans Memorial Highway. It's being led by Cobb County, which expects to complete the project within three years. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on A Fork in the Road. I'm David Zelsky, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org slash podcasts or download it on your favorite podcast platform. The U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration recently issued an alert about a, quote, sharp increase in the trafficking of fentanyl mixed with xylazine, which is also known as trank or philly dope. But the substance is not illegal. Xylazine is a sedative used by veterinarians on horses and other large animals. GPB's Ellen Eldridge has been following the opioid epidemic and its impact on Georgians. She reports that this combination of fentanyl and xylazine is particularly alarming to substance use disorder recovery advocates. GPB's Ellen Eldridge joins me now. Ellen, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So what is xylazine? Xylazine is in a class of drugs known as alpha-2 agonists. It's for medical purposes, for veterinary offices. It's a tranquilizer, a sedative. And it's being diverted, it has been being diverted in the Philly area, northeast New Jersey, for many years, five, six years. And it's just now becoming more and more popular or its use is expanding. Uh, and that's because it is not illegal. It's not a controlled substance. Mm-hmm. And so what does it mean for people who inject fentanyl or other opioids? Well, instead of heroin being cut with fentanyl now, it is more fentanyl as a base being cut with xylazine. And because xylazine is not narcotic, Narcan or naloxone won't revive somebody who's in an active overdose. And that's why it is particularly alarming for people who are concerned about substance use disorders. That's one of the reasons. Another big reason is that the withdrawal from this drug is particularly difficult. Managing the care, again, it's not a narcotic, so you can't manage it the same way you would manage somebody withdrawing off of an opioid. Dr. Bill Lynch is one of the pharmacists who traveled to Atlanta to warn healthcare providers who may not know how to manage withdrawal from xylazine addiction. He says that there are particular issues with wound care as well. They'll repeatedly shoot up in the same place. So now, not only do you have the withdrawal, you have them not getting their xylazine, you have the painful injection sites being more painful. There's a lot of reasons why this person is going to sign against medical advice and go back to using. Wow, so that's a lot to take in. It is. And, and again, just as he said, the issue isn't necessarily reviving somebody and saving the life. It's that they will then check out of the hospital against medical advice, go back to using, and it's just healthcare workers need to discover a way to manage the withdrawal. You mentioned at the outset that the DEA has issued an alert. What does that mean in practical terms? Because this drug, as we mentioned, was is not illegal. Do veterinarians have any new guidance that they have to follow when they're prescribing this to someone who is caring for a large animal? My understanding is that this alert is more for healthcare type workers, first responders, law enforcement, veterinarians. I mean, it's it's not a controlled substance right now. So veterinarians ordering it and using it as intended 
isn't a problem. I don't know what the DEA will do. We've seen ketamine diverted from veterinary offices in the past. Ketamine is another animal tranquilizer. That's correct. So at some point in the future, there will likely be more control over xylazine as well. Mm -hmm. And as far as I understand it, one large manufacturer of xylazine has recently stopped manufacturing it. What what impact is that going to have? That's correct. Uh, Some the the pharmacists who were at the summit said that there's a good chance that cartels will pick up the slack in distributing not only fentanyl, but also the xylazine. That's a scary prospect. Yes. Yeah. Ellen Eldridge is our senior healthcare reporter based in Atlanta for GPB. Ellen, thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you for having me. And you can find more coverage of this at gpb.org slash news. And this final note, it looks like the Atlanta Braves will have to find a new way to celebrate home runs this season. Major League Baseball told the Braves that they can no longer sport an oversized baseball cap to celebrate home runs after the league heard complaints from New Era, the manufacturer of the official on-field cap. The Braves began the celebration after More Than Sports, a local sports memorabilia collector, gave the hat to Ozzy Albies and A.J. Minter during opening weekend. And that's all we've got on today's edition of Georgia Today. We do appreciate you tuning in. If you'd like to read more about these stories or find the latest from our newsroom, you can check gpb.org news. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so we will pop up in your podcast feed tomorrow afternoon. And if you like what you're hearing, leave a review. That'll help other folks find us. If you've got suggestions on how to improve this podcast, how can we better serve you? We'd love to know. Send us an email. The address is Today at gpb.org. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.